Welcome, everybody, to the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, and welcome to all those joining us uh, via live stream. We have a beautiful day here in Loves Park, so thanks, thank the Lord for uh, this gift of this nice weather we're starting to get. Today in the Gospel, a line that particularly stuck out to me in just reflection over this week was kind of halfway through our Gospel passage today. We, we heard Jesus say, he said, it was for this purpose that I came to this hour. It was for this purpose that I came to this hour. So Jesus today, in a beautiful way, speaks to us. He spoke to his disciples there. He was speaking to the Greeks that were there, that he's revealing and speaking about his purpose. His purpose, his goal, his cause, his motivation, speaking about his purpose. So what is Jesus' purpose? And he says it in the Gospel too. His purpose is to glorify the Father, to glorify the Father. And how do we glorify the Father? We glorify the Father by doing the Father's will. If we remember Jesus in another passage, he says, I did not come to do my own will. I came to do the will of the one who sent me. What is Jesus' purpose? His purpose is just like we heard here in the gospel, like a grain of wheat to fall to the ground and die in order to produce much fruit. He falls to the ground, he dies in order to produce much fruit, to give life to each one of us. He's to be lifted up from the earth, we're told in the gospel, to draw everyone to himself. So Jesus came down from heaven to teach us a lot of things, of course, to heal people, to give great example. But most importantly, first and foremost, he came to restore, he came to restore the relationship between fallen humanity, us, and the Father. That's primarily why Jesus came. God sends his Son into the world to redeem us, to reconcile us to the Father. We pray beautifully in the opening prayer. I love this line. It says, out of love for the world, the Son handed himself over to death. This beautiful love that God has for each one of us. He hands his only begotten Son over to death for our salvation. He's so focused on us. He loves us so much. That's Jesus' purpose. So with that, with that being very clear, and I think we know that, and we're celebrating that in the next uh, week and a half, two weeks, when we celebrate the sacred uh, triduum, the passion, death, and resurrection, this is God's purpose. This is Jesus' purpose for all of us, his goal. I was just reflecting on this this week. What, what is our purpose in life? We know God's purpose. We know Jesus' purpose. What is our purpose in life? And a lot of people hold that the, the belief that... Uh, you, you hear this sometimes, you hear it often, that there, there's no purpose in life. You know, I've, I've heard this through many people, it's just, you know, we're born, we kind of come into existence, we, we live, we kind of run through life and all the many trials and challenges, and then we die one day and then we're basically extinct. But that's not too fun, that doesn't sound too good. Others would hold that the purpose of life is to become powerful, wealthy, famous, we see this very often in our culture today, to become comfortable, to become filled with earthly treasures, you know? We've got materialism kind of all around us nowadays. But then there's others, and hopefully this is all of us, hopefully this is all of us, who believe that the purpose of life comes from another, it comes from somebody greater, it comes from somebody wiser, somebody more powerful than all of us, namely God. That's where we discover our purpose, all of us. As disciples, the purpose for all of us, the purpose of life, is just like Jesus, is to do the Father's will. Or we can just even get broader, to do God's will, 
to do God's will, to really be in communion with him on earth here so we can be in communion with him forever in heaven. That's, that's the purpose of life. That's the purpose of a Christian's life. Any, any readers of the uh, Baltimore Catechism out there? I'm sure many here have probably read the Baltimore Catechism before. That was a catechism before we have the new one now. Same teachings in it, of course, but it's just a little differently format, formatted. But right in the beginning, I love the first, it's like in the prologue of the Baltimore Catechism. It's like in question and answer format. format. The first question says this, what is the purpose of man's existence? What is the purpose of man's existence? It goes on to say, and it answers, it says, the purpose of life is to know, love, and serve God so we can be happy in this life and happy forever with him in heaven. That's the purpose of life. I think the question for all of us to continually ask as we continually walk through life here on earth is to reflect on, well, how do we live out and fulfill this purpose that God has given us, that the church has spoken of so clearly of? St. Teresa of Avila, one of the great uh, doctors of the church, saints of the church, she said, it's so important that we all get to know God. We all get to know God right here on earth. And she was even bolder on that. She would say, why would anybody in the, in the, on earth, why would anybody here want to be with God forever in heaven? Why would anybody want to be with Jesus in heaven if they want nothing to do with him here on earth? or they don't want to get to know him more deeply here, they're indifferent to Jesus here on earth. Why would anybody want to be with him in heaven? It's a good question. And I think it's good for us to reflect on as each minute ticks by in our life here on earth, is reflect on how well do we truly know, love, and serve God. And it's a deep point of reflection and how honest we're called to be with ourselves. And we can certainly get tied up with so many different things in this world. We all know that, you know, as a priest, I get tied up with different things as well. But our primary focus should be getting to know God deeper, falling in a deeper relationship with him, and serving him in this life. And there's so many ways we can do that. You know, it's just a continual point of re reflection. Are we, truly, are we truly getting to know God deeper? and everything that he's taught us through sacred scripture? Are we getting to know him deeper in what the church teaches about him and what, what is good for mankind? Are we truly getting to know him and our faith deeper? You know, everybody's, that's, a, that's a point of reflection for everybody here. I just throw that out there. Or are we spending so much of our time with other things that can kind of take us away from truly diving deeper into relationship with our Lord? It's an important question, and it's an important thing that we truly seek to give him more of our heart. Do we seek opportunities for deeper study? Do we go on retreats when they're offered? Do we take advantage of God's mercy? This week, we're going to have the beautiful Sacrament of Reconciliation offered to uh, our parish and anybody beyond for the whole day, from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Do we really know God's mercy for us? in his love for us, that he wants to reconcile us back to the Father when we fall and when we sin. It's a beautiful opportunity as we continually prepare for Easter to go to reconciliation. Is the Eucharist absolutely the priority on Sunday and every Sunday? Thank you for being here. It's beautiful to see so many people coming back to church, but there's another deep question for, is the Eucharist, is Mass always central every single Sunday? and then prayer 
in addition to that, in time of quiet, adoration, silence. We all need that. That's how we, we get to know, love, and serve God more deeply. So that's the first point of reflection, just to fulfill our purpose on earth, is do we truly, are we truly seeking to know him and love him more deeply? The second thing I just want to highlight is at the end of that beautiful call for each one of us the Catechism speaks about, is we're also called to serve God. We're also called to serve God. And we can do this in so many ways. And um, I've been, this is a point of self-reflection again here, and I think it's a good one for all of us, is do we truly get outside of ourselves each and every day and with everybody we encounter? You know, father for his children, mother for their children, spouse for their spouse, friends for friends. Are we truly getting outside of ourselves and focusing more on everybody else? I can often be selfish. We can all be selfish in different ways. We all struggle with that. But there's this beautiful opportunity, just like Jesus speaks about in the gospel, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, unless we all fall to the ground and die to our own selfishness, we won't bear fruit in the world. We got to continually die to ourselves so we can bear more fruit into the world, be other-centered, be more caring, more, more compassionate, more loving, stretching ourselves. For others, it can be hard, but it can be—it's so very important. That's how we serve God, in a beautiful way. I'll throw out just one other thing as far as serving God is—we see that uh, our culture today we're very surrounded uh, by a lot of secularism, hedonism, materialism, um, all these different isms going on. Um, the belief that life is meaningless, like I said before constant threats. There's constant threats to God's law. We see that all over the place nowadays. We see dissent from church teaching. Remember, Jesus said that he said that he will be with us forever and the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. But we still have a lot of, we're seeing a lot of dissent and what the Lord, what, what the Lord has taught, which flows from his church. Uh, there's, there's so many different things that we can reflect on there, but I think in a special way, we can serve God today, all of us, in a deeper way, more loving way, giving our hearts or minds or whole beings to him in a better way, by being very brave in this culture today. Be very brave and courageous and faithful to God, resisting a culture that is turning so much from God or indifferent and putting idols and ideologies in place of God, Today, we can be more faithful to him. We can serve him in a beautiful way by being brave. Has anybody ever seen the movie, The Lord of the Rings? I'm sure many of you have seen that here. The second one, Twin Towers, I think it's called. At the end of the movie, Frodo's kind of really panicking and he's just, uh, there's evil all surrounded, the dragons flying over him, this, that, and the other. And he basically says, I want to give up. He basically says, I want to give up. There's evil all around, it's just terrible. And his friend, his good friend, Frodo, who's walking, or excuse me, Sam, who's walking the journey with him, he gives this beautiful speech, but then right at the end he says, there is still good in the world and it's worth fighting for. There's still good in the world and it's worth fighting for. As Jesus said in John 18, he said, for this purpose I have come is to give testimony to the truth. To give testimony to the truth. As all of us grow in our knowledge and love for Jesus Christ, it's essential, it's important that we promote, defend Jesus, promote his teachings, defend his teachings, promote the church's teachings, and defend him. 
This is how we can truly be brave and serve God in our culture today. Even at the risk, we might lose friends, we might uh, experience ridicule, we might even lose our jobs, you know? But we need to be bold and be firm in our faith and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's how we can serve the Lord in a beautiful way in our world today. What was Jesus' purpose? His purpose was to do the will of the Father, to lay down his life for all and to bear testimony to the truth. What is our purpose? To do the will of God, to lay down our life for others, and to bear testimony to the truth. Be brave, to bear testimony to the truth. I'd like to conclude with just this short little brief story. I told this a long time ago in uh, our discipleship nights, but it was a beautiful story that I heard years ago about this man who gave a party in his castle, and we'll say Ireland, we just celebrated St. Patrick's Day. this beautiful castle in Ireland, he had hundreds of people there and they had all kinds of food, entertainment. It was a wonderful evening. People were having a great time. At the end of the evening, he had one more entertainer come up and it was a Shakespearean orator. And he was, you know, reciting or performing all the um, sonnets and poems of Shakespeare. And people just loved it. They were clapping and applauding, giving him a standing ovation. He was just doing a fantastic job. He was a beautiful entertainment for the evening. And right when he was done, he looked around and just said, does anybody have anything else they want me to perform? And one guy in the back of the room, one man in the back of the room raised his hand. He said, I would like you to perform a rendition of Psalm 23 from Sacred Scripture, The Lord is My Shepherd. He's like, all right, I've never done that, but I'll give it a shot. So he does this beautiful rendition of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. And verdant pastors, you know, waving his arms. And at the end of it, everybody just got up and gave him a standing ovation again. He just did an amazing job. And then when he was finished, when everybody sat down, he pointed back to the man who asked him that question. He said, now I would like you to recite the psalm. Recite Psalm 23. And he was a little bit nervous. He's like, oh, I don't know if I'll remember it. But he stood up and he closed his eyes and just said, the Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. In verdant pastures, he gives me repose. Beside restful waters, he leads me. He refreshes my soul. And he recited the whole psalm in a beautiful way. Everybody was dead silent. Nobody said a word. Nobody stood up. Nobody clapped. And then the Shakespearean orator looked out and he said, do you see what you just saw to everybody? Do you see what you just saw? You saw me perform this psalm and just do a marvelous job and you gave me a big applause. I knew the psalm. I know the psalm. That man, he knows the shepherd. He knows the shepherd. It's a great question for all of us to reflect on. Do we truly know, love, and serve our shepherd, Jesus Christ. Let's ask the Lord for the grace this week as we continue to prepare for Easter that all of us can be ever more resolved, challenge ourselves a little bit to seek to know, love, and serve the Lord more deeply so we can be happy with him on this life and eternally happy with him in heaven.